If you're healthy, fit and strong, how do you know it? If you're healthy, fit and strong, how do you know it? If you're healthy, fit and strong, how do you know it? Do you need to get a fitness test? Do you weigh yourself? Do you get a body fat test? Do you have your measurements taken? Do you do a body scan? Blood pressure test? Blood sugar level test? Look in the mirror. There's lots of different ways to work out whether you're healthy, fit and strong. I could just simply ask you, how do you feel? Do you have a stack of energy? Do you perform at your best? Do you love what you see in the mirror? Are you getting the results that you want from your eating and exercise plan? They're my favourite questions. And if the answer is yes, then I would suggest you're doing pretty bloody good. So what about all this stuff about fitness testing? And as an exercise professional, if you go to see a personal trainer or a coach or you join a gym or an exercise studio, is it possible that the way they do testing may not suit you? My favourite question to ask everybody is if you want to be healthy, fit and strong, have a stack of energy, perform at your best, how will you know that you've reached your goal or that you are getting fitter or stronger? What's the best way for you to know that? And there's some really simple ways to work it out and there's some very complicated, very expensive ways. You can go to a a testing laboratory and have lots of very in-depth, expensive tests done and you could come out and they'll tell you this is your body fat percentage and this is how fit you are and this is how strong you are. Uh, but you might go home and not feel very good. So what's the point of all of that? Uh, Some people have a body fat test done and they are told that their body fat's too high, but they love what they see in the mirror. Or reverse, they have a body fat test done, they really don't like what they see in the mirror, but the body fat test number says that they're in great shape. So how do we know? And here's a great thing to consider. Should it be something that's simple and easy for you to understand? And what's the most simple way to work out whether you're fit and whether you're strong? And if you go to see an expert, should they be asking you what you want rather than them telling you what you should do? And I'll use body fat testing as an example. Uh, Very intrusive, lift up your your shirt, pull down your trousers, we're gonna pinch your fat. A lot of people hate that. I had a lot of people join my health club Uh, when I very first started in the exercise profession and they shared with me that that was the reason why they stopped coming to the health club because they didn't want to have a body fat test. It was just too uncomfortable, too awkward and they didn't like it. So how do you know what your body fat percentage is if you don't get a body fat test done? And there's a really fun side note for those of you who hate getting your body fat test or tested is it's a very inaccurate test. It has to be done by the same person at the same time of the day after you've eaten the same meal and had the same hydration. Uh, And even then, it can be very inaccurate. So I'll ask again, what's the point of having a test done? You feel good, but the body fat test tells you that your body fat's too high. Or the body fat test says you look great, but you don't like the way you look or feel. So could the ultimate way to test your your health, fitness, strength, etc. be to start with the mirror. Take all your clothes off, turn all the lights on, or take a mirror outside in the bright sunshine and do a full 360 degree turn. And if you love what you see, is it possible that it doesn't matter what a body fat test tells you, it doesn't matter what your measurements tell you, it doesn't matter what the scales tell you, if you love what you see in the mirror, is that a great way for you to decide that this body's in great shape on the outside? 
The inside's a different story because there are a lot of people who have low body fat percentages and they've got ripped abdominals and they look fantastic, but they look in the mirror and they don't like what they see, even though another person will say to them, you've got the most beautiful body, you look amazing, but they don't feel good. So there's a, a mental health thing going on there as well. Uh, if you don't love what you see, if you don't like the way you feel, it doesn't matter what the test tells you, uh, it's not going to make you feel any better. And in fact, for some people, it makes them feel worse because the test tells them that they're good, but they don't feel good. So here's some, some things to consider. There's the mirror. There's the, do I perform at my best? Do I have a stack of energy? And if you're not performing at your very best at everything that you do all day, every day, and if you don't have a stack of energy all day, every day, is it possible, that doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, that something's not working on the inside? So it could be high blood pressure, it could be high blood sugar levels, it could be lacking in iron, it could be dehydration, it could be that you're not sleeping enough, it could be that you're lacking in vitamins and minerals. And that's where perhaps a blood test could be helpful so that you know if you're deficient in any particular vitamin, mineral, phytochemical. And that's one test to consider, perhaps. A blood pressure test is a great thing to consider. And as an exercise professional, I think it's a really important thing to know what somebody's blood pressure is so that you know whether the inside of their body is working effectively. We want everybody's hoses to be clear, as I always share. If blood's not flowing effectively, if oxygen and nutrients aren't getting to the right places as quickly as possible, then obviously there's going to be something that's not working effectively. Now, it could be coronary heart disease, could be type 2 diabetes, uh, all the things that come with uh, a lack of oxygen blood supply and nutrient supply to all the places in your body that needs it. Uh, blood sugar levels are a really interesting test because a high blood sugar level is a precursor to type 2 diabetes, is a precursor to all of those horrible hose diseases, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, blindness, erectile dysfunction, uh, amputations. If things aren't getting around your body, all of those, you're at risk of all of those things. So it'd be a really good idea to know if your blood sugar levels are, are at, at the right level. But something to consider that's much, much more simple than that. If you're really fit and if you're really strong, mentally and physically, how do you know that? And if you are, is it possible that everything else will look after itself? So how can you test whether you're fit and whether you're strong? And they're the two easiest ones. Fitness can be very simply tested without any machines and without any laboratory uh, massive expensive tests. Simply, what's your resting heart rate? And if you have a low resting heart rate, that's a really good sign that you're fit. If you've got a high resting heart rate, it's a sign that your body's not very fit. Your heart has to pump a lot of times to get blood flow, oxygen, and nutrient supply. Low uh, resting heart rate means it doesn't have to work so hard for that to happen. The next way to test fitness is really easy. Get really puffed and measure how long it takes for, you, for your heart rate to go back to resting. So the first thing is take your resting heart rate. When you know what that is, get really puffed and then, me then measure the time it takes for your heart rate to go from really high back to your resting heart rate. And the shorter that time period, the fitter you are. That's a really easy thing to test, measure, control, and get excited about because you've got a low resting heart rate and your heart rate gets back to low really quickly after you get puffed, then you know that you're fit. And again, if you're, if you're physically fit, you'll feel it, you'll feel good, you'll feel energetic because you've got blood supply, oxygen, oxygen supply and nutrient supply. 
your cardiovascular and respiratory systems working really well. That's fitness. That's the, the definition of fitness. Resting heart rate and how quickly do I recover after a high, a high heart rate? Strength is really simple to test and measure. How much can you lift now? How much can you lift next time you lift something? How much can you lift the next time you lift something? And if you can't lift heavier, then you're not getting stronger. How strong do you need to be is a very personal question. If you're a power lifter or you want to be a strong, strong winner of a strongman competition, obviously there's some weight measurements that you have to be able to lift. But if you can do everything that you need to do with energy, enthusiasm and excitement, if you can lift all the things that you want to lift, whether it's your children, your shopping, yourself, it might be that you can do push-ups or chin-ups or, or squat jumps so you can lift your own body weight, uh, and you're maintaining that for the rest of your life, then that's a great strength measure. Can I do all the things that I want to do without getting tired and without running out of energy? And obviously our muscles are the, the thing that make us make us capable to do all the things that we want to do. If we've got weak muscles, we can't do anything. We get tired really easily. So the test of strength is simple. Lift something really heavy, let your body recover, regenerate, supercompensate. How long does that take? I don't know, because that would depend on your hydration, your nutrition, how much sleep you get, how much stress you're under, what your lifestyle is. But the next time you go to lift, you should be able to lift heavier. And if you can, you know that you're getting stronger. If you can't, then you know that you either haven't recovered for long enough and you're not getting stronger. So if you're really fit and if you're really strong, is it possible that everything else will take care of itself? So do I need to get a body fat test done? Well, if you've got strong muscles and if you're really fit, you'll have a fast metabolism. If you've got a fast metabolism, you burn everything you put into your body really fast, whether that's sugar or fat or protein or lollies or chocolate or potato or beer, your body will burn everything really quickly. And if your body's burning everything really quickly, it's very unlikely that anything's going to end up in your fat cell. If you don't burn something up, it will end up in your fat cell in one way, shape or form. And if you've got high levels of fat, then you can't see your muscles. Everybody's got muscles. This thing about, uh, I've got untoned muscles. It's just a non-technical term. Everybody's got muscles. The only difference is they're weak or they're strong. If you want to see your muscles, you have to have a low body fat percentage. You have to have a, a very little fat between your skin and your muscle so that you can actually see the muscle. Uh, do you need to get a body fat test for that? My argument for that is probably not because if you look in the mirror and you can see your muscles, then you've got low body fat percentage. If you look in the mirror and you can't see your muscles, you've got high body fat percentage. What the actual number is, I can't tell you. I could guess because it's if you've got 25%, you probably can't see your muscles. And if you've got 5%, you'll be able to see every single striation in every single muscle. That's pretty simple. But if the number's important to you, and I'll use this example again, if you think you've got a low body fat percentage and the body fat test tells you that you've got 5, 7, 10% body fat, but you can't see your muscles, that's an inaccurate test. If you look in your mirror and you can see your muscle definition, it means you've got low body fat percentage. It means that there's very little fat sitting between your skin and your muscle, and that's why you can see your muscles. Measurements are the same. What difference does it make what your measurements are if you can't see your muscles? And measurement is a very personal thing because there's big people and small people, there's tall people and short people. 
Uh, if your measurements are coming down, are they coming down because your fat's coming down or because your muscle's coming down or because you're dehydrated? And we don't really know. Measurements don't really tell us that. If you feel bloated or you haven't been to the bathroom to do a number two for a few days, you could have a very big waist measurement. It doesn't mean that you've got fat around your waist. It just means that you need to go and get rid of some junk out of your body. So measurements and weight are very inaccurate. And the thing about weight that I just can never understand, we most people spend so much time being concerned about the number on the scale. But the number on the scale includes your hair, your fingernails, your heart, your kneecaps, your kidneys. Everything is measured on the scale. Now, I don't want to lose weight because I don't want to lose fluid weight. That means I'll feel tired and lethargic and terrible. Dehydration feels, makes you feel terrible. And if you get totally dehydrated, you die. I don't want to lose muscle weight because that's my metabolism. I want to have, I want to have a fast metabolism. So if I could grow more muscle, I would. I, I can't because I'm a woman. So all I want to do is make sure that I can maintain my muscle so that I don't lose weight on the scales because I want to keep my metabolism fast. And then I don't want to lose bone weight because that's osteoporosis. Bone thinning disease, wastage of muscle and bone means I'm getting older and weaker and frail, but I will weigh less on the scales. So to me, the scales are a silly test of anything. All the scales tell me is how much my total weight is. Well, if I have a glass of water, my weight's going to go up. If I have stronger muscles, my weight's going to go up. If I have thick, thick bones, my weight's going to go up. Or if I replace my bone mineral density, if I, if I replace the muscle that I've lost, I'm going to weigh heavier on the scales. A lot of people get upset about weighing heavy on the scales. So that's when I always ask, go look in the mirror. Do you love what you see in the mirror? And after that, if you've got a stack of energy and you're performing at your best and you love what you see in the mirror and you're getting the results that you want from your eating and exercise plan, could that be the ultimate test. Do you have a stack of energy? If no, what do we need to do about it? Are you performing at your best? If no, what do we need to do about it? Do you love what you see in the mirror? If no, what do we need to do about it? And are you getting the results that you want from your eating and exercise plan? And if no, what do we need to do about it? If you say no to any of those, but you've got a low body fat percentage, you like what you weigh, you like the measurements that you've got, <coughs> who cares? It doesn't mean anything. Surely the ultimate test is I feel good and I look good. I feel good and I look good. If you don't feel good and you don't look good, but you've got a low body fat percentage, you don't feel good and you don't look good, but you weigh light on the scales, you don't feel good and you don't look good, but somebody tells you, tells you that you're really fit, surely there's something that's not working effectively. And I use those examples for a reason because a lot of people are on a diet, a fanatical exercise plan, they're tired, stressed, hangry, they don't have enough nutrition, they're not getting enough sleep, they're stressed about their weight, they're stressed about their body fat percentage, and they feel like crap. And surely that's not a way to live your life to the max. So if somebody wants to do a test on you, could a great question to ask be, or ask of them be, uh, I have a stack of energy, I'm performing at my best, I love what I see in the mirror, and I'm getting the results that I want, so why do I need to be tested? If somebody wants to test you and you feel uncomfortable, please don't feel that you have to have that test done. Nobody has the right to pinch your fat if you don't want it to be pinched. Nobody has to, you can't be forced to stand on a set of scales. And why would you want to if you understand what that actually means? So if you are an exercise professional, can we please customise and tailor whatever testing we're going to do to the person that we're with? And that's that beautiful question. If you know that you're fit and if you know that you're strong, what would we use to test and measure that for you? How will you know what's the best way for us to work out that you're getting the results that you want? 
And there's there's three things to there. Do you look good? Do you feel good? And the, and the, the, the things that I love for that is resting heart rate, how quickly you recover, are you getting stronger, do you love what you see in the mirror naked? And the interesting thing, uh, if, you, if you are interested in measurements, is how about this one? Pick an article of clothing that you love looking good in. Because the article of clothing isn't going to change size, it's going to stay the same. But if your body's going up and down, and I always use this as an example, I have a pair of black trousers, good quality, gorgeous black fitted trousers that I bought when I was 18 years of age. And I use those as an interesting, particularly now because I'm so old, I use them as an interesting test and measure for my body. So when I look in the mirror, if I love what I see, I don't bother trying on those trousers. (laughs) But every so often I try on those trousers. If they're too tight, I eat less and I move more. If they're loose, I'm very aware that as an old woman, if I get too thin, I lose weight off my face and I look really old. Now, that's just a personal thing. Uh, And that's one of the things that I always ask women to consider when they say to me, look, I want to lose weight off my backside or weight off my legs. Sometimes we have to sacrifice our face for our backside or why would you sacrifice? If you want to look young in the face, sometimes it means you're going to have a little bit of extra on your backside. And that's something you have to decide for yourself. Do you love what you see in your mirror? That's the most important question. If the answer is no, do about it. And if you are fit and you are strong, is it possible that the fitter you get and the stronger you get, the leaner you'll be and the better you'll feel? How do you look? How do you feel? Could they be the ultimate way to live your life to the max? Super duper do, how are you? I feel 100% awesome and amazing every single day because I'm healthy and strong. Woohoo!